Peculiars. Um, we are a group of students, also called Bogoraya Literacy Club, and we aim to promote literacy in the society. Through these podcast episodes, we hope to show um, some good books. Well, yeah, some good books, totally. Also, the best side of literacy. Before we start our first episode, let us introduce ourselves. My name is Charlie, and I'm the head of the Literacy Club. My favorite book um, is Guardianship by Renita Nozaria. It's an Indonesian book. And she's also my favorite author. Uh, yeah, I think that's the basic information about me. I'll pass the floor to Kiara. Um, hello, my name is Kiara, and um, I'm a head vice head of this club. And my favorite book is probably Origin by Dan Brown. So if any of y'all like mystery, mystery or thrilling books, this is a very good book for that. And my favorite author is Soman Chanami. And maybe Alexa, you can go next. Hey, hi, hello there. Uh, so I hope you're all having a great day. And if you aren't, I hope it'll get better. Um, so I'm the secretary in this club. My name is Alexa. My favorite book is Sea of Strangers or Love and Misadventure by both are by Lang Um She's also my favorite author. Uh, yeah, that's the basic information about me. Okay, thank you. So guys, um, that is our introduction or basic information. And of course, you know, like an Indonesian slang said, <laughs> which means if we don't know each other, then, you know, we're not going to like each other. It's just, um, you know, it's not literal. It's just a kind of slangs we use. But anyway, um, let's get to know more with our members. So I'll be saying a few questions and they're, uh, and we're going to answer it. So, yeah. The first question is uh, your passion or hobbies. So, guys, anyone wants to volunteer to answer first, please do. Um, my passion is um, probably, of course, reading. And I also enjoy writing. It's just... Um, it's my safe place, I suppose. And you can really like just transfer your imagination to a piece of paper. And I think that's really, really awesome and cool. How about you guys? I agree, Kiara. Um, for me, like my hobbies will be reading and writing, but my passion is actually music. So it's like two different things because passion is more of like an in-depth um, you know something you like to do and you wanted to do it whole wholeheartedly um, I agree that uh, writing is like a safe place because it is for me and you know it's just venturing your own imagination in the form of writing it's like you're in another world that you create by yourself yeah. or when you read you're in another world that someone created it's just a reality escape <laughs> an escape from the reality and it's fun sometimes and addictive a lot of the times. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, there is not really much of a passion or hobbies I've got. So, Alexa, do you get anything? Um, this is a pretty interesting topic, I think. Uh, personally, I have a ton of hobbies, one of which is archery, but my passion is, ironically, literature. Um, like Kiara, 
uh, well, my passion is writing because it, it just makes me happy. <laughs> I, I don't really have much of an explanation. It's happy. just hard to explain when you like something. Yeah. Because to yeah. be honest, there is not like a reason, like it's not a compulsory to have a reason to like something, yeah. right? It's something Sometimes just came. Just can't explain things yeah, well. exactly. And guys, here we are. This is what makes us one because our passions or hobbies is connected to literature and maybe yours as well. Or maybe yeah. you're about to grow um, a passion mm-hmm. or hobbies related to literature. Um, so okay, the next question. Oh, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we're cutting in. Go on, please. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, please repeat what, what you said before. Well, I just... Um... So like hopefully we can help uh, you guys kind of be more interested in literature. That's yeah. what I wanted to yes. say. It's our aim, after all, to promote literacy. I mean, literature, something bad. Um, the next question is the current book we're reading. I'll start off with myself. Um, the, actually, the current book I'm reading is an Indonesian book called 2,578 Kilometers by Ayunugra Heni. It's a romantic book. I mean, like, I really like thriller and horror genre, but today, this month, I just decided to, you know, venture a lot of romance type of book, and I fell in love. Are you guys not? <laughs> I mean, like, who did with not the book or the characters? <laughs> oh, I just fell in love with everything. It's very romantic feeling, tingling in my heart. It's adorable, you know? Yeah. I'm sure you guys can relate to this also. I mean, like, by, like, reading a book. (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes people just need to find the perfect genre for them, you know, and they'll just dive right into it. And, you know, trying new genre didn't hurt at all, so. Yeah. What about you guys? What book are you guys reading? Um, For me, I'm reading um, Shadow and Bone by Leigh Bardugo it's about um this army they have special powers and they're called rishas and they're trying to and they're kind of like having a war with the other nations and it's a really really good book but it's written in first person point of view so yeah it's a really good book though how about you Lex? um well i'm currently reading multiple um books um it's All the Right Places and Six of Crows. So Six of Crows kind of revolves around slash has the trope um, found family. And it is my absolutely favorite trope. It makes me all fuzzy inside. Like finding a family, you know, I, I want that. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, that's sweet. <laughs> it's very, very sweet. Oh yeah, please ignore my back sound. Like currently my air conditioner just decided to, you know, turn on and off continuously <laughs> you see that <laughs> but anyway the third question is what made us interested in literature anyone you guys can start first um, there's not much background story for mine I guess it's just when I first start reading seriously it was epic like something like flicked in me and it like oh I want I want to read more and I want to like right and basically when you find your book or your genre it's like 
you want to continuously like spend every moment and time like reading that book and that genre if you know what I mean and yeah basically yeah I wholeheartedly agree Alexa what about you well at first um at first I kind of found like literature as a distraction oh well yeah like um at first it was more of like schoolwork and I was like trying to distract myself from the schoolwork by doing um, an official school schoolwork. And then suddenly it turned to more of the creative side of literature and instead of the descriptive side. And I don't know, I just enjoyed it a lot. Like it now it still is much of a distraction to me whenever I'm just like too, too stressed out, quote unquote stressed out with like schoolwork. I just start brainstorming for a plot and just go through with it. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a reality escape. I understand. For me, a book is like a reality escape. The difference is that the more I I am like, I don't know, into a book, the more I know that book contains so many aspects. If you're reading a book with a genre and I mean with a plot in which the main character do sports you're gonna get lots of information about sports like something you might like may not know um on your daily life and then when you read something uh related to myth mythology i mean yeah greek mythology my bad Uh, regarding greek mythology you're gonna learn a lot more about it It's, it's just that a book is like somehow a platform in which all these informations are written in a piece of narration and it's beautiful and I enjoy reading it. It's not something that is boring. And, you know, if I have a hard time uh, wanting to digest a certain information, I'll just read a book related to that topic. You know, suddenly I just wanted to know more about it. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but for me, it's like that. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. agree. Right? So yeah, I understand what you mean. <laughs> book is not just about a guy falling with falling in love with a girl or a girl falling in love with a guy and like um you know those cliche things. It's not just that. Yeah. There's a certain effort um that the author kind of just pour into a work and it's the yeah. research, you know, all of the um right things to make it attractive, beautiful, interesting but informative as well. So it's just amazing how these books are created. And that what yeah. makes me very interested. Yeah. And off, top, off topic, I actually envy um, authors. They get to travel around the world. I mean, like to get an inspiration, you know? And I mean, that's so lucky of them. Yes. Uh-huh. I mean, like, um, mm-hmm. go on, Alexa. Uh, so like, I... I don't know. I kind of appreciate the like the effort put into very, very quote unquote insignificant or like smaller details, but in a story that like wouldn't aren't that significant to the plot, but wouldn't complete the book. Like the book wouldn't be complete with it. I mean, yes, I agree. Um, I am a writer myself and I write in a theme of it's a story, you know, centered upon London. And I've never been to, 
been to one <laughs> oh, my grammars I've never went to London even once and because of that there's just lots of details we need to pay attention on like okay how far is this street to that street is it an hour by train is it 30 minutes by walk and it's just something that that completely uh, make me realize that other authors out there they tried very hard to do this kind of research to complete their work and you know that makes it so interesting it feels as if you're really going on london or if you're like traveling the world and yeah it's, literature is just so wide yeah mm -hmm. your micro is just full of questions right yeah you know it's it's just so cool anyway we have been talking a lot about this question moving on to the next is unusual things we like from a book etc anyone okay i'm sure all you readers out there and probably charlie and alexa this is very cliche but you know when in a fantasy novel when um when um the boy and a girl they confess to each other oh about God. you know <laughs> that's so cute yes that's I love cool. that. it's so wholesome yes yeah obviously it is what about you alexa what is the part that you love the most in the book uh i think it's trope I, it's the tropes like yeah again i already said it's this before but i really enjoy found family trope it just makes me feel a part of that family you know mm -hmm. um but i also enjoy angst like sad stuff so yes yes <laughs> Angst is like, okay, this hurt me. Okay, but hurt me more. It's just so addictive. Yes. It's very, very addictive. Like, angst is just, I love it. So, um, there's this trope, right? Where it's like, a mortal falls in love with an immortal, or a human falls in love with, like, a long-living, like, more than 100 years being. It's so sad whenever the mortal, or, like, the human dies, and the mortal, immortal slash being is reminded of him every day. Like, yes oh it's very god, sad so but sad. addictive you know yes exactly oh my god that is very true and like if angst and like you know what was it again the found family family found <laughs> uh, found family yeah. okay that yeah found family genre as well as like the fantasy romance genre for Kiara. For me, it's unveiling the secrets that the main character have. It's just so pleasing. It's like when the, yeah. for example, it was like a fantasy uh, genre book and like the characters secretly have like lots of powers unveils. That's just so satisfying to see them like unveil this secret. Because yeah, the same like, way. Yeah, it's like yeah. the way how other, the other characters react to that one person yes. unveiling their secret exactly i love that i mean a lot of people love that majority of people do love that i mean it's what makes yeah. us reader wait for a certain story it's that climax we are searching for yes mm -hmm. um other than that the next question is uh literature opens bigger perspectives do you agree or disagree along with your reasons I totally agree i mean it's just I do too. 
Wait, uh, sorry, Alexa, you, you, can't, you go first. I'm sorry. Uh, I forgot to say I do too, but yeah. Explain, explain your reasons, guys. Come on, come on. Okay, basically, like, um, I mean, reading is just like, it can convince you, you know? I mean, for example, if at first you didn't, this is very basic, but at first, if you didn't believe in magical beings or like unicorns and stuff like that, I mean, like books, they can pretty much convince you that 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 thing truly does truly does exist even though like there's no scientific research or something like that i agree mm-hmm. i'm still waiting for my hogwarts letter you know i mean <laughs> I I as well. me too me too i am waiting for that yeah i said it <laughs> So the conclusion is me and Kiara is still waiting for our Hogwarts letter. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we're Hopefully not 11 anymore. Slithering. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. But, you know, I'm still like waiting. Not too old to try Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, Alexa, what about you? No, uh, off topic, but are you both Slytherins? Slytherin. Slytherin. Oh. Okay, I'm How glad about you? I'm Ravenclaw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, two Ravenclaws here and a Slytherin of mine. Wow. Oh, this is interesting. I've never knew this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that Slytherin and Ravenclaw, they make such a good pair because they're both really mm-hmm. like, I mean, mischievous. Yeah. We're competitive, are we? <laughs> Very. Yes. Um. Anyway, what about you, Alex? What do you think about like, literature opening a bigger perspective well yeah i disagree um uh i don't know if this contributes as a topic but it's it's like what i had in mind it's it's the butterfly effect you know like it's when a small thing leads to a more important thing i would like to give you an example but i'm not sure if i have one that is easy to understand Mm-hmm. it's fine but like the butterfly effect is such um a good example so if you guys do not know what the butterfly effect is Alexa can you like briefly explain what it is like maybe an example of it right right yeah so a butterfly effect it's it's basically like when a small thing leads to a, a bigger thing like let's say you don't do this one homework you end up failing the class like it was just one small thing but it turns out to have impacted your quote-unquote life a bit. That is a much more simpler example, yes. of course. Yeah, and I believe like, uh-huh. yeah. Go it's on, sort yeah. of a bit like destiny, if you know what I mean. I mean, not really destiny, destiny, but See? kind of like if you didn't do, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, I think like if it's going to be implemented in bigger perspective, it's like if we show a certain small perspective, somehow it leads, opens another mind of a bigger perspective on each and it's a uh, reader and it goes all like that until it becomes a very big perspective. And for me, myself, I believe that it totally does. Um, I don't think we need a complicated uh, examples, just looking by the authors, writers right now. Where did they came from? Where, do, where can they like, how can they be such interested like how can they be very invested on writing it's because they started with reading lots of books they gained interest in reading that book 
and thus big, uh, opens a bigger perspective to the authors itself and starts to write and inspire more people to open a bigger perspective. Do you guys agree? Yeah, it's basically like yeah. convincing people to be open-minded <laughs> in a way. Yes, exactly. So like by just that small action of reading continuously, an author gains a perspective later on by just as a book. And then that book inspired more people to do so. It opens a bigger perspective, a bigger range of character development. You know, it doesn't really make sense, but it does somehow. And like, if you see from a book, there's the antagonist, protagonist, the side characters. And somehow when you see the antagonist and when the authors explain that antagonist perspectives, it opened a big perspective towards you and your surroundings. So. I think clearly it's a yes, that literature does open bigger perspectives. Okay, so that is actually it <laughs> for our first ever introduction meeting. Uh, do you guys have anything to add? No, not really. Okay. Well, just to have a nice day for the yep. listeners. Oh, yeah, and nice. stay tuned to the other uh, the other podcast that we'll have soon. So yeah, hey guys, thank you. And before we end this, uh, like this podcast, we're going to introduce you to the book of the week. Anyone wants to present the book of the week? Okay, so the book of the week is drum roll, please. Anyone? <laughs> Wait. Da, 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 da. Oh, Shadow and Bone by Leigh Verdugo. Check it out, guys. Yeah. This is basically the book that um, I mentioned before. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's such a good, good book. And like before Charlie said, it opens opens bigger perspectives. So, yeah, and it's a bit also a bit, it's a bit fantasy, romance novel, so... I'm sure you all would like it. Yep. And that is it for our first ever podcast and the book of the week. Please stay tuned to our next episodes, what's going to, which is going to have lots and lots of things related to literature. Thank you, guys. Have a nice day or night. Bye-bye. Have a nice day. Stay safe. You can't see me, but I am forming a heart with my fingers. Oh my god. This week's book recommendation is Origin by Dan Brown. Origin by Dan Brown is a book challenging the belief of religions and the knowledge of science. Once again, Dan Brown is taking on the big questions. As mentioned before, God, science, and the future of the world. Origin is a familiar blend of travel, history, conspiracies, and whodunit, with asides on everything from the poetry of William Blake to the rise and fall of fascism in Spain. Read on as Langdon is forced into a desperate bid to escape Bilbao. With him is Amber Vidal, the elegant museum director who worked with Kirsch to stage the provocative event. Together, they flee to Barcelona on a perilous quest to locate a cryptic password that will unlock Kirsch's secrets.
Will they find this secret? Well, you'll only know if you read. <laughs>